What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of our TikTok Shop podcast show, whatever we're calling it here. Today, we're going to be speaking with an incredible brand founder for one of the brands doing incredible work inside of TikTok Shop. I'm not going to share numbers, but for those in TikTok Shop, you can see sales rankings. You can go have a look yourself. Anyway, so without further ado, I'm going to stop talking and we're going to introduce Tiffany English from Happiest Hour. For those that don't know, this is one of, I think, just the coolest brands in e-commerce in general. Perhaps we'll get a chance to chat about some of the science of terpenes. I don't pretend to know the science, but I can tell you I consume the product now on a not just daily basis, like multiple times throughout the day. You'll see why because of the different specific product SKUs. So Tiffany, I'm going to give a quick little cheers here. I have You're gonna go, yeah. I'm going to go with cake. Some <laughs> cheers. Of the cheers. Cheers. Mm, yummy. There we go. Non-alcoholic, by the way. So the cheers isn't, <laughs> not that type of cheers for anyone listening, if you will. So Tiffany, let's start with, you know, could you introduce yourself, introduce the brand a little bit? Yeah, my name's Tiffany English. I've been working with this company, Damon Industries, since 2012. And it's actually, it's a third generation family company, but my brothers have been involved since they were teenagers. I was like, I'm never working in the family biz, but my brother, Josh, you know, got me back. He's the visionary of all of it. And he was working on some stuff that I thought that I could get really excited about. And so we've been doing that. My dad, my grandfather started it. My dad took it over. And then my brothers and I have had this, you know, new era in it with, you know, the terpenes and with do alcohol now too. And so I don't really know how specific to get into all of it, but I'm excited to talk about TikTok the most and how it's like transformed our business for sure. Definitely. Yeah. And a lot of our listeners here, they come from the agency side. They're perhaps influencers. They're, they own a brand. They might be in TikTok. They're probably in TikTok shop already. They might not be. So for our audience here, I think would be good even before TikTok shop. What brought you originally to TikTok? That's so funny. So I've been consuming content on TikTok for a year because when the pandemic happened, I think that's a lot when a lot of people joined. So I was watching it. My brother and I would share videos. We'd just be laughing so hard. But I was seeing what businesses were doing on there. I'm like, we should explore this. And our director of marketing at the time was not going to put TikTok on her phone. She was like, I heard that it's like bad news and she wasn't going to do it. So I'm like, well, I think it might be interesting. So I'm going to try it. And it felt really safe because Instagram, these are people you really know or that you see at the grocery store they're friends of yours or customers of yours TikTok felt kind of more anonymous and so in the beginning it felt very comfortable because I've never been a person that's like holding a phone being like hey guys what's happening like I never thought that that was going to be I was going to be the face of our brand or any of it but that's how it started just with TikTok so I posted a couple of videos and within a couple of weeks we had one getting traction and getting over 50,000 views and then we had our first video that went I mean I don't know what's considered viral but to us like there was a video that had 900,000 views and my brother and I were just like texting each other like what's happening and we just we saw the sales coming it was all really cool and so it's the most important thing that we've done for our business is joining TikTok and we've had kind of two really big moments on TikTok but joining TikTok and just posting was the, the first one and that was in yeah February of 2021 when we joined that's amazing that's amazing <laughs> to hear I've heard, I've heard a lot of similar origin stories and it's always fascinating to hear from brands that get onto 
the platform that never had originally seen themselves as like content creators or influencers, if you will, and then find themselves and, and perhaps it's some of the authentic style of content, which I'm sure we're going to get into with your personality and style and flow, which is probably the most unique on the platform. So you were on TikTok, obviously. What led to ultimately deciding to get into TikTok shop? Because you know you were kind of one of the early frontier brands there, also in a somewhat regulated category. So I'm sure there was difficulty there. But what ultimately led to that? So we did a collaboration with this merch company called StashCo and just like became so close with the founder. His name's Aiden. He's also young. I think he's 24, 25, but just crushing it and a killer human. And so I would always introduce him to influencers when I thought that they could do a merch collab together or just whatever. Like I want to see him succeed. He wants to see us succeed. Those are kind of the partnerships that we have. And so I had gotten invited to join TikTok shop, but at that time we hadn't been doing a lot with TikTok. We kind of had like a lull period. And so I wasn't super motivated to pull the trigger and join. And he texted me, like are you on TikTok shop and I'm like no not really and he's like post today like you need to do it today we just did it and it's the first time in years that we've had a video with over 200,000 views so like we're getting sales get on TikTok shop and I was like say less went through all this stuff posted that was like July 21st and then by like you know three weeks later we had every single family member that was available everybody in the house that you know wasn't working on something like fulfilling TikTok orders because we were that busy so I'm just like Aiden I like text him like once a week at least just being like thank you so much for texting me and telling me to go on TikTok shop so I was seeing it I was seeing the success that, that other businesses were having but I was just like I don't think that's gonna happen for us with TikTok because we have a complicated relationship with TikTok you know now we're best friends and it's great but I wasn't optimistic and you know thank goodness that I just tried it and listened to him and that's just always my advice to people like just just post the video just try it and be consistent and it can really like be life-changing too TikTok and that sounds dramatic, but it, it saved our business. It, it transformed our business in the beginning and then saved it with TikTok shop. So I love TikTok so much. It's my favorite app for sure. That's amazing to hear. And I'm sure we're going to get into some of the, the strategies and mechanisms and other details. And there's a core foundation, at least I believe, to the success of the brand. And something I should mention too for our audience here in full transparency. We do in fact work together with the Happy Sour and Trendsetters. What I will say say 100% without a doubt is Happiest Hour would be super successful on TikTok shop with or without us. They will, Tiffy, you don't even need to disagree because I'll tell you my perspective seeing all the TikTok shop brands because okay. I think this is the most important element that is most often overlooked. We always look at the strategy mechanism, which I know we'll get into, but of any brand on the platform, you create the most authentic and genuine content I have ever seen. And and part of that, I think, certainly comes from personality that at the end of the day, you know, we could tell everyone exactly what to do here. It might be difficult for individuals to replicate your level of just how genuine and who you are as a human, which is like everyone on our team, like is fighting to be on the client calls with with happiest hour because they want to chat with Tiffany. But what kind of drives that spirit? And why do you think that resonates so well with your community? Because you have such an active community. Oh, our community is amazing. And that's something before I answer your question, I just want to give our flowers to the community because we get so many cool opportunities because of our community, like Cheech and Chong reached out to us because our community wouldn't stop tagging them to the point that they're finally like, 
like, wait, who is this? What do we have to do? And they always just show up for us in a way that's like amazing. And so I, I love them so much. I think during the time that we got on TikTok, we were all like in our houses and we were so lonely. It was during the pandemic and we all just felt lonely and we just wanted to have connection with people. And I think that people just felt connected to and cared for by us and by products that we make. And so I think it kind of just started there. I genuinely love what we're doing. I'm so passionate about being able to help people and the feedback we get on the daily that the people say this changed my life. This makes my life better. It's easy for me to feel inspired and go forward full force. And so I think it's kind of our community helps us be more kind. But because we're kind, like we have a really kind community. So it's kind of like chicken in an egg situation. But I have a funny story in the beginning of TikTok. Everyone's like, don't be offended by comments. It's okay. Like sometimes the internet's mean. And it's been like two months. Everyone was nice. And I was like, oh my gosh, they'll love us. I didn't realize that I had filters on that were filtering out like, negative comments. And so when I was able to turn that back on, like turn it on, I was like, it was a humbling moment. And I think it's important to get bad feedback too, so you can be better. And some people are just wild and they're trying to be mean, but sometimes people have valid things to say to you and we can adjust in adaptively, which is another thing that the comment section is so important for our business because it helps us get better and understand what people like. I love that part of it too. Yeah. And That's I love that you question. emphasize. No, no, that was a great answer. And I, I love that you emphasize community because it certainly gets spoken about, but at the end of the day for business owners, anyone managing a, a P&L or finance sheet, you know, you're always worried about revenue and, and on the marketing side, you're just analyzing the data and oftentimes forgetting that impressions, traffic, sales, buyers, conversions, the messaging portal. At the end of the day, those are people. And when you, oftentimes when you push things into data and just look at it as data, you become almost too obsessed with that and then forget the human component when mm-hmm. we know to be true that the human component is what drives everything. It's why I think so many people resonate with brands in addition to, of course, the product, you know, actually being impactful for their lives. And it's not just your organic community. What I'll say as well, beyond the organic community is your affiliate partners. Also, unlike anything I've seen on the platform, I love scrolling the feed and it'll always pop up for me. And it's some affiliate talking about the brand in such a positive way. And, you know, when we'll set up together a unique sales promotion, you know, we'll give them guidance on that. But it's almost like they're, it's as if they're reading off of a script we gave them, but I can assure you, we never gave them a script. And as if they're, they're so in love with the brand that they want to promote it as an extension of how genuine you are. And I know you've seen some success stories there. Like what has the affiliate marketing experience been for you? Oh my gosh. Oh, I might already start crying. That's another thing about TikTok that I'm just so grateful for was we're a small business and we don't have these unlimited resources to dedicate to building out like a commission structure or creating brand ambassador programs or whatever. And so, you know, there's really like two of us. And so we're doing as much as we can, but with TikTok shop, they take care of all of that for you. And so when we were able to launch commission programs, we were able to give back to people that had been talking about our product for free for years just because they love us. And so, you know, I always encourage people, if you have a creator that has our, our product in their showcase, like please purchase it through them as a way to thank them for adding to your life or making you smile or whatever. Because for us, like it's such a blessing to be able to give back to them when they've been so loyal to us. But the first time someone sent me the number that they made with the commission, I saw a comma. I was like, what? Like life-changing amount of money she's like I I can't tell you like there's people that have been able to fix their cars and just you know like do something nice for themselves they got to go get a fancy massage that they would never usually spend their own money on the 
just like extra. They were treating themselves and they deserve those things. And so I love it. I love it so much. And we wouldn't have had it without TikTok. That is fascinating. Something I hear a lot from brands, again, perhaps not looking at things from a genuine perspective is when I hear affiliate marketing discussed, it gets most often discussed as, hey, instead of having to pay influencers, we can move to affiliate where we have aligned incentives, which can certainly be a good thing. But it tends to be, again, more brand perspective, what's best for the business, what's best for ROI. And companies kind of look at it as, oh, we can work with influencers we would traditionally have to pay. Instead, now we can work with them through affiliates. And I think what you're mentioning resonates the most and is what I believe to be the bigger opportunity here, which is as much as that can be true, the bigger opportunity is your existing customers, fans that are avid about your brand that aren't the huge influencers, because we've certainly seen that on the affiliate community. It's a way for you to pay it forward with them and for them to get paybacks for a lot of the promotion they're probably already naturally doing. And that's what's been interesting as well that I, I wanted to ask, you know, a lot of the best affiliates, even from a sales perspective, it looks like, you know, they don't have millions of followers. They don't have insane engagement rates. Some of the top affiliates for the brand, you know, 15,000 followers, 25,000 followers here. So, I mean, has that surprised you in terms of it's not the, and maybe you have worked with really big influencers before that don't move anywhere near the product. You know, any thoughts on that in terms of the, your smaller creators, if you will, based on followers being able to do actually the most in sales? I think that the smaller creators have such a strong bond with their community that they're trusted in a way that bigger influencers might not be, even though bigger influencers would probably not promote a product that they didn't like. There's still maybe not as much trust there. And so, you know, the the people that are the smaller creators, like their community will go hard for them. And so, you know, they're like, if she likes it, I trust her. And that's helpful. And we found that, you know, we haven't done very many brand deals, but when we do pay bigger creators, it feels less genuine, which for our customers, I feel like is really important to them. We've never been like having great lighting and like really professional videos. It's just me on a phone, like in my dark car or whatever. But people are like listening to the information. I think a lot of our <laughs> our affiliates are kind of that same vibe. They're just like a lot of them are older, you know. And um, so yeah. technology, we're not as good as it, you know, as the young folks or whatever. And so it feels more authentic, which I think just might convert to sales in a better way because people are trusting them. And then they're coming back because they're like, this really does work and I really love it. But I don't really know for sure. But that's kind of what I think. Yeah, this probably isn't an easy question. And there's probably no definitive answer here. But for the brands either not on TikTok shop, or they're maybe set up and not succeeding. Is there any kind of guidance or wisdom you would share with them as a a successful brand on the platform? Take care of your customers, take care of your people. It's so shocking to me how companies treat their customers like they hate them or they're bothered by them or they're a problem. I know that we've all had that experience when we had an issue and we call and you can tell the person on the other end just does not care about you or your problem at all especially if it's like a cell phone thing or a cable thing or whatever it is we genuinely care about our customers and we want to not only make them happy we want to surprise and delight them if someone tells me it's their birthday and I'm the one that like has that order and I have time I'll find wrapping paper I'll wrap you know just to surprise them we love people and so I think that a big mistake that companies 
companies make is they look at customer service as like an expense center, but it's a profit center. And so I think if you can think of it that way and just be like, oh, I have to replace this package that was stolen. And I don't know if it was really stolen. And this person might be lying. Send it to them and just be like, thank I'm so sorry. And thank you and enjoy it. And I hope it gets too safe. Add an extra shot in there. So when they open it, they're just like, whoa, this is amazing. And I think that just, it builds a good reputation. I think we have a good reputation of taking care of people. If somebody says something, you know, like, I don't think my product was damaged and I just, I don't think they'll send a replacement. Everyone's like, what did you even ask them? Like they would be horrified. They'll send it right away. Like our community's got our back too. So I think really, I know that it's hard when you're a small business and you sent somebody something and then you have to replace it and it hurts. But I I guarantee you, if you take care of people, they're going to come back. That's the biggest thing. I think I've never been a strategy person. When you all asked me about like the analytics, I don't know where to find them. Like I've never looked at them. I probably it would be and that's why like when you say like without us you'd be doing great I'm like no way man because you know what to do and look at that stuff and you can be more strategic because we've never been super strategic which I think is important but just be genuine people are smart they can tell when you're being fake or it's forced just be yourself don't be what you think you should be just be yourself you're gonna do better I think yeah. well I love that message Tiffany and I, I have to thank you for taking the time today I, I think for all the listeners out there there's so much to pull from that is almost it, it's connected to but it's opposite a lot of the advice that's so focused on data and analytics and forgets the human component that I think you bring to the forefront in terms of I know you might not give a, a hard sales pitch here but in terms <laughs> in terms of uh, happiest hour. We haven't even spoken about some of the products, but now that we have our listeners here captive, could you give us a quick rundown? Because I am a frequent consumer. Same. So I think the, the biggest thing is my brother, Josh, who's, you know, the co-founder and my business partner. He's so supportive and he's like, Yo, you want to do terpenes? Like, let's do it. But he wasn't a huge believer in it. He believed that I loved it, but he hadn't had that like moment that I had had with them because I'm an anxious person. I've had anxiety my entire life. I've tried everything. And the calm that I took at the beginning of this. It's changed my life. That sounds dramatic, but that's just the truth. Anyone with anxiety understands how horrible that is. Even just like going into the grocery store can make you feel like you're going to panic. And so anyway, I always have this with me. It's changed my life. We had trouble dialing in the flavor. It took us a hundred and no, it was 255 versions or something. So Josh came in and he's like, I'm not leaving until we get this to taste good. I don't care if it's guava calm shot. And so we were drinking a lot of it. It was the equivalent of like 10 bottles and we dialed it in. And when Josh was driving home, he texted me and he's like, I feel so good. He usually has road rage. And he was like, I was letting everyone in. I felt so at peace. And that's when it clicked for him. So I think that that's, you know, really important. And now after the feedback we've gotten from people, like you can't tell either one of us that what we're doing isn't important and doesn't work and doesn't make an impact because it's changed our own lives. And if we can help change other lives, that's great. But basically just being a human is hard. And so we make seven different shots that can support you where you need it, whether it's increased energy, decreased stress, help with sleep, help with pain, etc. Yeah. I know I consume wake in the morning every single day, maybe not every single day, but on the days I want to have a good day, some days not have a great day and just work. <laughs> but, you know, I've tried every nootropic in the world. I'm a caffeine fiend. If there's a club for it, I'm a, the, I'm in the top of the club of 
caffeine addictions. And the mechanism of terpenes is just so much more unique than anything else. And I'm not a cannabis person at all. If I, someone smoked weed a mile from here, I'd get secondhand high. Like I just have the tolerance of a toddler and then I would get paranoid about it. And so it's totally different from that for, for anyone concerned, but it just hits the brain in a different way. And I absolutely love it. So no, it's been huge for me as well. And my team, everyone on our team knows when I've been having happiest hour because I'm a lot more pleasant around the office. They want to talk with me. So it's great. Yeah, I love that. I love that so much. Terpenes are incredible. They really are. And, you know, Wake is, I love a carbonated drink. And so Wake was the one that I was drinking probably the least because I, I love coffee. And I, I love when we have the carbonated Wake or I'll add it to something carbonated. But this latest batch, I don't know if you've, tr- you've tried the newest one. Yeah, it's the best tasting one we've ever made. And I've been drinking it every day. And I'm like, why don't I drink this every day? Because I feel so productive, but I also feel like a more patient kind human when I'm drinking mm-hmm. it I'm just like okay it's not just about bliss and calm all the time like wake is a good one to have and it's it's funny too when someone will come up and they'll hand me a bliss shot and I'm like am I being grumpy I'm so sorry <laughs> and, yeah. you know drink it down and then we can have a more productive day with the team you know it's good yeah so for all listening definitely be sure to check out happiest hour I'll include the information in the show notes of course I'm going to link to the tiktok shop horse and you can check out some of the amazing affiliates they work with and the brand. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out anytime. Thank you as always for tuning in and best of luck on your continued TikTok shop journey.